Welcome to Words of Inspiration with Rev. James T. Brown, Jr., the lead pastor of Tabernacle of Worship. Let's join today's message in progress. Well, family, we're going to continue with our series today. One nation, one God. One nation, one God. And we're still in the book of Ezekiel. I want you to turn to chapter 34 today. Chapter 34. We're going to begin looking at scripture at verse 7. Ezekiel chapter 34 and verse 7. And here the word of God reads. It says, Therefore, ye shepherds, hear the word of the Lord. As I live, saith the Lord God, surely because my flock became a prey and my flock became meat to every beast of the field, because there was no shepherd, neither did my shepherds see, search for my flock, but the shepherds fed themselves, fed themselves and fed not my flock. Therefore, O ye shepherds, hear the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord God, behold, I am against the shepherds. And I will require my flock at their hand and cause them to cease from feeding the flock. Neither shall the shepherds feed themselves anymore. For I will deliver my flock from their mouth and they may not be meat for them. We're today we're speaking from the subject enough, enough. We're speaking from the subject enough here in this in this passage we or before we get to this passage the the shepherds had been speaking words saying that the the city of jerusalem would be fine the city of jerusalem would be fine regardless of what god was saying this is what the shepherds were telling the people don't worry about it everything's going to be fine telling them that they're going to be blessed and things are going to rise up and things are going to be, be fine and overcome. But there, there they had to understand there were things that God was saying that was contrary to that because Ezekiel had been prophesying what God revealed unto him, which was that Jerusalem would be destroyed. Jerusalem would be destroyed. You see, the people were listening to the words from the false shepherds or false prophets because it was what they wanted to hear. It was what they wanted to hear. It was what made them feel better about themselves. They, feel, they, they felt better about their situation. So therefore, they listened to what these false shepherds were saying, and they were okay with that. And the reason for that is because they were living far from God according to how they wanted to live and not according to God's word. So they went ahead and lived that way and did that. And they listened to what the prophets or the, the shepherds were saying. It's familiar to what scripture tells us later when it says they will heap, the apostle Paul said, they will heap unto themselves teachers for their itching ears. It's what they want to hear. It's what makes them feel comfortable. And that's exactly what they were doing at that time and not heeding the word of God. The false shepherds were filling the people's the people with fruitless words that kept them going back to them and not following God. They kept giving them stuff, you know, just sugary stuff, fluff. 
nothing of substance. You know when you eat a bunch of stuff, like a bunch of cookies and, and cakes, and you drink a bunch of sodas, you feel full after a while, but then you get empty real quick. There's something missing, and then you're not getting stronger. You're not growing. You're not healthy like you used to because you're not getting true nutrition to strengthen your body. This is what their words were doing because it was a lot of fluff and it wasn't substance of what God wanted them to receive. In fact, he, in Ezekiel 34 and 2, God was setting the, setting the story straight. He said this, Speaking unto Ezekiel, son of man, prophesy against the shepherds of Israel. Prophesy and say unto them, thus saith the Lord God unto the shepherds. Woe be to the shepherds of Israel that do feed themselves. Should not the shepherds feed the flocks? Here it is. These were the shepherds that God had called, that he had instituted, and they were sitting there feeding themselves and not feeding the flock and taking care of the flocks. This dovetails right into our passage for today. Look back with me at verse 7. And again it says, Therefore, ye shepherds, hear the word of the Lord. He's speaking directly to them now. As I live, saith the Lord God, surely because my flock became a prey and my flock became meat to every beast in the, of the field, because there was no shepherd, neither did my shepherds search for my flock, but the shepherds fed themselves and fed not my flock. Here, God gave a word directly for the shepherds who had been assigned to lead and protect God's people. They weren't doing that. They weren't doing and following their assignment. God's flock became a prey to the deceivers first that drew them to idolatry and then to the destroyers that carried them off into captivity. Here, and these shepherds took no care to prevent either one of these things from taking place. Here, they saw idolatry coming in to the camp, and they did nothing. They didn't go and rebuke the people that were bringing them in. They didn't go and shield the people and say, listen, you don't follow that. This is what you follow and give them. They did nothing. And then after that, when the conquerors came in to take them off into captivity, they didn't do anything to encourage the people to stand strong and to believe God and to resist or anything. They just sat back again and looked. They were simply concerned with themselves and they were concerned about the people of God. You see, the shepherds were supposed to minister to the flock and protect them. Instead, they allowed them to be scattered because they were absent regarding their responsibility. They were absent. They did not stand and take care of the people of God. It's important that the shepherd labor to cover the flock and watch this, not fleece the flock. Cover the flock and not fleece the flock. And to, the, and to also, watch this, to seek out those who had become lost. Here it is. They weren't doing any of that. They went, and there were those that were lost. He said here, 
God himself said, listen, and my flock became meat to every beast of the field because there was no shepherd. And he went on to say, and they did not feed my flock. They did not do any of those things. They did not go after the ones that were lost. Jesus said, I came to seek and to save that which was lost. That's the reason why he came. He said, for the one that was lost. He said, a good shepherd will do what? Leave the 90 and 9 and go after the one. Even though you have 100. You see, most will look and say, hey, you know, I'm doing pretty good. I got 99. I got, oh, I'm doing good. I had 100. I lost one, but that's okay. That's okay. I got 99 left. No, the father said, you'll leave the 90 and 9 and go after the one because you've done what you're supposed to do to the 90 and 9. They should be growing. They should be strong. They should be able to walk together Walk together, children. Don't you get weary. They should be able to walk together. But the one that's lost is the one that you need to go and find. He's the one that you need to go and encourage. She's the one that you need to go to encourage. And some people say, well, I don't know, Pastor. The 99 seemed pretty good. But what if that one was your son? What if that one was your daughter? It was your husband or your wife. It was your mother, your father. What if that one was someone, your sibling, your brother, your sister? You, all of a sudden, it means a little bit more that the pastor go after the one, doesn't it? You see, you're supposed to go after the one that is lost. He wants you to bring them in. He wants you to bring them in. It's important to understand that it's important to do that. Listen, the sheep should be able to trust the shepherd. And watch this, and replicate their heart. Why? Because the heart of the shepherd should replicate the heart of our heavenly father. It should replicate the heart of our heavenly father. So therefore, when you look at me, you say, okay, I can follow after them. I can walk in their steps. That's a wonderful example that they're setting. Those are wonderful lessons that they're teaching. Where else do we see this in scripture? I believe it was the apostle Paul that said in 1 Corinthians 11 and 1, he said these words, be ye followers of me even as I also am of Christ. This is what he's saying. As I follow Christ, then you follow me. But what he's also alluding to is that if I stop following Christ, then you have permission to stop following me. If I'm not walking after Christ, then you should not walk after me because I'm not setting the example. I'm not being able to lead you in the ways of righteousness in life everlasting. I'm not doing that. So therefore, you should not follow me. This is what the apostle said. And God was expecting them to show forth his heart to the people so that they would then begin to follow after the ways of God. But they weren't doing that. But when you follow after Christ, you're able to do the things that Christ wants you to do. I need somebody to type in chat. We're following Christ. We're following Christ. Listen, the way that he has left us, the example that he's given us, we follow after him. We're walking after the ways that he has shown us. We're not going to the left nor the right, but we're staying focused upon him. Staying focused upon him. Listen, as pastors and spiritual leaders, it is important that we seek the will of the Father and declare his truth to his people. His truth to his people. Watch this. We declare his truth to his people. We don't tell people to live their truth. We tell them to live his truth. We don't say live your truth, go in your truth. No, no. You follow the truth of God and let that be your truth. 
That should be your way. That should be how you walk. Not allowing things to be infiltrating from the world. Permeating your heart and your spirit. And you call that truth. No, walk in the truth of God's word. His word is given to you to help you to walk in the way that he's called you to. He's called you to. Listen, when we do that, when we're able to speak his truth to his people and give that, then people will have a choice to receive God's word and walk out his will or not. They'll have a choice, but at least you gave them the truth. If you don't give them the truth, they don't have a choice. They're walking in confusion because you have not been bold enough, strong enough to present to them the truth. You've got to give them the truth and that way they will have a choice to do it or not. But at least they would have heard the truth. Even if they turn from you and leave you and say, no, no, I can't deal with that because you telling me I got to do this by this word and I got to do that by that word. Well, guess what? Listen, you keep on praying for them. You keep on loving them, but you've already done what you're supposed to do. You've already done it and God is pleased. You keep going and let them deal with God. You let God touch their hearts. You turn them over and say, God, I've done what I was supposed to do. I said what you told me to say. I encouraged them. I loved them. I reached out to them, Father God. Now I'm praying and believing that you will grab the heart of your child. Thank you for listening to today's message. We pray that it was a blessing to you. If you're in the Metro Atlanta area, we invite you to join us for our regularly scheduled services at Tabernacle of Worship. You will also be able to get this entire message. Please feel free to visit our website at www.taboworship.org. That's www.taboworship.org for more information.